coping? Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it, to be honest. It, it's all right. Um, spending a lot of family time, something we, we don't get much as, as, as sportsmen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just spending a lot of time with family and uh, reading a lot, um, watching a lot of movies, doing a lot of home exercises. And, uh, yeah, just trying to get the mind nice and healthy. Yeah. How do you do that? Because it's one thing to be able to go out, and I'm sure that you're disciplined as an athlete to keep fit, but to keep your mind fit, it's a different kind of fitness. Yeah, it is indeed. I think it's it's just also allowing yourself to just step away from the game a bit and um, take Iron cricket, to be honest, mm. uh, a lot of a lot of family time. Like I said, something we treasure that we don't get a lot. I think it's just mainly a downtime: reading books, watching movies, spending time with families, um, whatever it is that you do outside of of the pressures of the game. And yeah. Yeah. Spending too much focus on the game, yeah. If I may ask, though, is there some sort of an anxiety that you are experiencing about yeah. the unknown? You know, where yeah. to from here? And, you know, just as we think we're nearing the end of the lockdown, President Cyril Ramaphosa steps in and says, no, it's going to be another two weeks. And so do you, like me, experience that anxiety as to what does the future hold? Yeah, big time. Um, I think it's... It's a little bit like frustrating times, to be honest, um, because um, you don't know what the future holds and you really can't plan forward. Mm. I know for me, I'm meant to be moving from Durban down to Pretoria now. I've yeah. been really excited to to move down to Pretoria and settle in and, and get used to the environment and the people and start training with the squad. Um, but now we can't do that because, you know, for for good reasons, the lockdown has been extended. Mm. So you, you do spend a lot of time at home. You're anxious, uh, you're a bit worried. Um, I think it's the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. but I still think it's it's ex- it's exciting times for us as a country just to um, travel into territories that we we're not aware of. And, and I say that to, with all due respect to the people that are suffering from Corona and, and people that are losing um, are losing their lives, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess at the end of the day, all that matters is the safety of our people. And um, yeah will come after. Yeah, definitely. All lives matter. You know, definitely yeah. that, you know, your life, it's priceless. So we've got to cherish that first and foremost, even though we are missing sport. But tell me about the move. I mean, were your bags packed already for you to leave the Dolphins and officially become a part of the Titans team? Um, no, not really. My bags weren't packed already. Um, yeah, the move is, a, is an interesting one because I know if, if anyone have my name they associate me with the dolphins mm. um i've been playing for them since i was 17 18 years old wow um so yeah it wasn't a easy decision but i think it's personally for my career i think it's the right decision and the right time for it and um i'm, I'm lucky that uh the window was opened at a franchise like the titans um which i do strongly believe is, is one of the best franchises in the country mm. Mm. um so yeah as much as there's some chapters are closing i think Exciting chapters are opening. And um, I think it's a very exciting time in my life and in my career, and I really look forward to it. Why was this the right time, as you put it? Because a lot of your life, yes, like you said, if you say your name, it's synonymous with the Dolphins. And now to try and get used to you uh, crossing the floor, so to speak, uh, why would you say for you it is the right time? Um, Yeah, I think personally in my career, I started to feel a bit, I'd say stagnant, um, but maybe it's it's the comfort zone of being home, um, and and just I started to feel as if my cricket was being boxed at home um, in terms of growth, and and I just felt like 
maybe a fresh environment and a fresh feel is something that I might need. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think sometimes it's all from a young age dream of playing for South Africa. And um, the more the years go, sometimes the dream diminishes and sometimes it comes and you do well when you don't, it sort of uh, diminishes a bit. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. for me, I think that's still one of my ultimate goals. Yeah. And um, I personally feel like a move to an environment like the Titans would be something that, um, you know, my career needs. You know, I, no one ever knows what the future holds, but I think it's we can give ourselves the best possible chance to reach certain goals and certain heights. Mm-hmm. Well, we do have one of our uh, listeners who've uh, sent through a voice message. So listen clearly as he poses a question, please, Bonella. Okay. Good afternoon, Romy, and good afternoon to Sibonello. Uh, can you please ask, he's speaking to Libra here in this number, can you please ask Sibonello? Uh, he won the World Cup for the United team in 2014. He now moves to the Titans with his teammates, likes of Aiden Markham, who was the captain of that team. Does this move to the Titans align with his goals to play for the Protoss one day? And does he still have ambition to play for the Protoss? I know it uh, sounds like a lame question, but I think it's interesting. Thank you. No, not lame at all. Did you get that one? Yes, I did. Go I ahead. Did indeed. Um, and yes, I think the move to the Titans is highly motivated by by um, still having the goal or the dream to play for South Africa. Um, I think as cricketers, all we do is try and put ourselves in the best position to reach our dreams. And I think for me, why I chose the Titans, I think it just hands in line in line with, with my goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. And I still think it's a, it's a good, tough uh, environment where I can challenge my skills and challenge myself for the person. I think from there on comes maximum growth. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I know you said that you don't know what the future holds, but you talk about your future. And from where I'm sitting, listening to you, you've paved a way. I mean, if it is that you've got a, um, what is that thing that you know? You know you when you make a chart of all the things that you want <laughs> to happen yeah. in your life. And I, yeah. I have a vision of you putting that together as to where you want to go. Um, do you have it in your mind's eye, the direction in which you're going? and that you know that it's pointing true north and that you're almost at where you want to be? Um, yes. To be honest, uh, most of my career, I was, I was... I'm still that young, but most of it I was just playing, to be honest, just playing. Um, I knew where I wanted to go, but I didn't have a certain direction or a certain push to go there. And I think throughout the, the moments of the challenges and lessons of cricket, I've learned... I've been pushed a certain way. I've learned a certain direction. Um, I mean, what comes with a lot of challenges is uh, clarity and, and, and direction. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what my career has been blessed with. It hasn't been the one where, for example, your Quinton de Cox or Aidan Markrams or, or Kashi Rabada, who from the get-go things have, have gone really well. I mean, I think that's a, a blessed thing for for anyone. But I also think road less traveled of, you know, going through the the storms of the hard times and, and learning from it, I think is one road that you can cherish and it mm. gives you a lot of lessons that you can take into mm. not just mm. cricket but life. Mm. I like how you say you are still young, you know, and, yeah. and I guess the world really is your oyster. But so far in your career, what would you say has been the moment that has hit you the hardest, that has literally brought you to your knees? Um brought me to my knees. Mm. A painful moment that um, you had to overcome. I think um, cricket is, is a game where you fail a lot. Um, and you, you fail a lot more than you succeed. So you do have a lot of moments where you, you know, you're down and out or whatever it is. 
Um, but I, I can't put my, my finger on any, mm-hmm. um, but I can put an experience that I had in um, in the MSL, the last edition of the MSL, yeah. the 2019 one that uh-huh. uh, I shared with that Paul Rocks. And I happened to, to share a lot of the experiences I had there with the likes of your JP Dubonis, your Faf Duplessis, Shamsis. And having all those guys around, um, they, they're really good in terms of they give this perspective as a young player. And I think JP Dubonis played a big role in, in helping. I know he was injured, so he wasn't playing. So he spent a lot of time helping guys on the mental side of the game. Nice. And he just helped us handle, I think, the disappointments or the, or the bad side and helping us understand that life has to carry on and life carries on outside of cricket. Mm. And that whatever happens on the field cannot be a dictation of how you feel and who you are um, as a person, you know? So mm. Mm. one of his biggest things is that performance doesn't dictate your value or doesn't, shouldn't give you value yeah, of who yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the biggest lessons I've had in my career because I've always been one way when things don't go well, I'm very quick to, you know, to feel it. Mm, and to mm. go down and I start to feel like my dreams are dimish- diminishing and, and things are not going my way. And, and I'm sure people, a lot of people out there in the world feel that way when things don't go. Mm, according um, to plan. Don't go according to plan. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's one of the, the lessons that I've had. And yeah, I can't really put my finger down on uh, a time where I was actually down. I've had a lot, of, a lot of times in cricket. There's been a lot of great moments, but a lot of tough times. Um, I think that's the beauty of the game. Mm. It it is. Does cricket define you? Um, I used to think it does, but now that I get older, um, no, it doesn't. So who are you outside of the cricketer, the athlete that we know? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm pretty much a, a family guy. Um, quite a loving person, as people say. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy being there for for people. Um, I I don't know. I'm just I don't know how to put it. I'm just as easygoing as you get someone. Um, I'm engaged. Oh, nice! Um, when is the big day? Um, well, hopefully uh, next year off season, so that would be would be around May June. Uh huh. So yeah, I'm just a person oozing of a lot of love. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'm going to pay the bills. Please stay on the line. And when we come back, there's another. You seem very popular. Our listeners love you. <laughs> and there's another question coming your way. Please hold.
You're on the touchline with me, Romy Titus. 1640 is the time, and we're having a chat with Sponello Makanya, a new signee out at the Titans, moving from the Dolphins. And I know that uh, the Dolphins is synonymous with this name, but he is going to make a move. So let's go straight to it now. He is listening on the line. So uh, we go straight to our WhatsApp where there is another question for him. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you for that uh, question. Go ahead, Sponella. Um, I would like to believe that I'm pretty much an attacking batsman um, with um, a good level of flair involved <laughs> in there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I think I wouldn't say to the likes of your Quinton de Cox. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I could compare anyone to anyone, mm-hmm. um, but I would just say, just imagine fun, flair. Mm-hmm and enjoyment and, and put it into betting. I think that's what you'd get. Fla- fun, um, flair, and flavor. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and in terms of, 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 of batting order, um, I do believe that I am a middle to top order batsman. Um, it's, my career has panned out a bit differently. I know it's just the beginning, but I've been taught more batting in the middle order. Um, but I do hope with time going past, I will get higher up the order. That is my my belief. Mm, mm. Why is it that you fell in love with cricket? Of all the sports that you probably tried out as a youngster, what is it about you and cricket that it just <laughs> stuck? Um, I'm not sure, because well, I started playing when I was 10 years old. Um, I don't know, maybe it's... I, I can't explain it because from a young age... Is it love at first sight? I think so, because it's not like... Even at a time when I didn't understand the game, I would always be the first person at trainings, the last person to leave. I'd be the kid running around fetching balls for the older teams. And I was just... I don't know. I just love the game. Mm. I can't really tell you what it is about it um, at that time. Um but I loved it. And I maybe I sort of kind of, I was still young, but I had an idea that it was going to take me somewhere. Uh, I remember the, my mom always tells me the story where the first time she took me to go buy kit mm-hmm. uh, at game, um, and it was a little bit expensive, and she like she couldn't understand how stuff just to play a game was so expensive. So she was a little bit like cross with me. <laughs> and she after, after, we, after we came out of game, she was walking like a good 10 meters ahead of me and I was carrying this big bag by myself. And, um, you know, so I was crying and I'm like, oh, ma. And then she like had a go at me. And all I said to her is, mom, don't worry. One day you'll see it'll be all worth it. Oh, wow. And I'm sure she so, is the proudest mother now. She is indeed. So from a young age, I, I had some sort of vision. I don't know where it came from or what it was about. But yeah, it was, it was there. Do you still have that kid, Sponello? Do I still have that kid in me? Yeah, no, the kid, the kid that she bought you. Um, you I've got, don't? A, I've got the bag. Okay, okay. I've got, I've got the bag. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I still have the kid with me. You should save her. You should keep that bag. Uh, it's going to be worth a lot of money. 
one of these good days when you yeah. sign your name at the bottom and it gets auctioned, for example. But I think yeah. you've got to keep that one dear. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for chatting to us. And please keep safe during this time. And when it is that you move up to Pretoria, hey, Joburg is not too far away. Come and yeah. join us a Saturday or a Sunday in the studio. We look forward to having you. Thank you very much for having me. You're more than welcome. Sponella Makanya there, the new Titan signee. He's still out uh, um, uh, a coast's way before he moves inland. That hasn't yet taken place, but very nice to hear from him. And also saying that this is the time for him to make that big move. I think a man that has big dreams. Um, and just from chatting to him, you know, I, I get the feeling that he's already got an idea as to look from Pretoria. I know exactly where I'm going and what I'm going to do. But a beautiful story of 10 years old. Starting to play cricket, not really knowing, but knowing instinctively that the sport is going to take him places. And I guess it has. Um, It's 16.45 right here on the Touchline. If it is, if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Radio 2000. And I'm Romy Titus. That podcast will be available on our website in no time. Content producer extraordinaire will put it up there. And if it is that you want to reach out to that podcast, um, especially to our listeners, uh, if it is that you missed out, the ones who posed the questions, www.radio2000.co.za. In a matter of minutes, it will be there.